Good morning, everyone. I'm not sure if you ever thought of this question, but are you a saint? Are you a saint? Most often when we speak of the saints, people think of those holy men and women who have died and have been officially canonized by the church, have an icon, have maybe a church named after them, and um, are in some books and have some famous writings. But the official process of studying someone's life after they die then waiting for a miracle to take place before officially the Catholic Church recognizes that person is not always how saints were proclaimed throughout history or recognized throughout history. There was no official process when some of the earliest martyrs were venerated as saints, but the community of Catholic believers still recognized them as saints. That is, holy that's what the word saints means, those who are holy. Martyrs in particular are the men, women, and children who are killed for their faith in Christ. This concept of martyrdom or our veneration of the martyrs started with St. Stephen in the Acts of the Apostles and unfortunately continues until today where people are killed for their faith. The early Christians in particular were hated for refusing to sacrifice to the pagan gods. They were asked and were given an ultimatum. Either you sacrifice or you pray to the pagan gods or we will kill you. Many examples we have of saints in the early church who simply said no. One such example is St. Polycarp, the bishop of Smyrna which is in today, modern-day Izmir in Turkey. He was martyred in the year 155. He, in fact, was a disciple of St. John, the evangelist, and was the last living person who knew the apostles personally. We have, we are very fortunate, an account of a lot of the martyrs of the church, where the followers wrote what happened and their words and passed that on to us today. So the account of St. Polycarp tells us that when he was brought to the stadium to be killed with thousands of people around him, the proconsul pressed him further and said to him, I'm taking only a brief excerpt because it's quite long, but it's a beautiful excerpt. You can, you can type up uh, the martyrdom of Polycarp and you'll find the entire dialogue. But the proconsul pressed him further and he said to him, swear and I will release you. Curse Christ. Polycarp, Polycarp answered, 86 years have I served him, and he has never done me any harm. How could I blaspheme my king and savior? When the proconsul still pressed him, saying, Swear by the genius of Caesar, Polycarp replied, If you desire the empty triumph of making, making me swear by the genius of Caesar according to your intention, and if you pretend that you do not know who I am, hear my frank confession. I am a Christian. If you are willing to learn what Christianity is, set a time at which you can hear me. The proconsul 
continued, if you belittle the beasts around you and do not change your mind, I will have you thrown into the fire. Polycarp answered him, You threaten me with a fire that burns, but only for an hour and goes out after a short time. For you do not know the fire of the coming judgment and of the eternal punishment for the godless. Why do you wait? Bring on whatever you will. What a powerful witness to a choice that it was given to Polycarp, an elder man, with thousands of people making fun of him around, around him, but yet he stood firm. He knew that the temporary pleasures of this world, the temporary comforts of this world, the temporary things that we have around us are all passing away. And he stood firm in his faith, and right after he died, the early followers of Christ, the other Christians around him recognize him as a saint. But the word saint does not only refer to those who were killed for the faith. That is why I asked you at the beginning, are you a saint? A saint is not only someone whom the church has spent years studying their life in order to make an official proclamation on some aspects of their holiness. Since the word saint means holy, then holiness is not reserved only for those who have already died and are now in heaven or those whom we have officially recognized. Holiness, in fact, is for all of us. Holiness is for all since it is a daily task to walk with Christ. Holiness is more about what we do here on earth than it is about what we are, where we are after we die. Of course, those who are in heaven are holy, are saints, because of the life they lived and because they are in the eternal presence of God, who is holy. But we too are holy. When we live in the presence of God and when the things that we think, say, and do reflect that we are children of God. Holiness is always connected with our daily relationship with God and our walk with God in very little and sometimes subtle ways. We do not grow in holiness by our own strength or our own will. We don't will it. In fact, we, don't, we, we work hard for it, but we don't gain it simply by our hard work. We become holy by being closer to God, who is the fullness of holiness and recognizing that our journey is towards the one who is holy. We emphasize that we are in the presence of God, especially when we are here on Sunday celebrating the Divine Liturgy. The priests and the people in our Byzantine liturgy face the altar, which traditionally is the side of the East. When we pray, we turn to God, who is the light of our life and recognize that life, light, and all goodness come from him. He is the source of our light and life. During the divine liturgy, we also recognize God to be the one who is the most holy. That is why in the hymns we call God 
we call upon God three times. We call it the Trisagio in Him. We call God holy three times. Some things and people may be holy, but God, especially reflected in the Lion Liturgy, is holy, holy, holy. He is, in fact, the most holy. This image is taken from the prophet Isaiah. Chapter 6, verses 1 to 3, where he says, In the year of the king Uzziah, I saw the Lord sitting upon a throne, high and lifted up, and his train filled the temple. Above him stood the seraphim, each had six wings. With two he covered his face, and with two he covered his feet, and with two he flew. And one called to another and said, Holy, holy, holy is the Lord of hosts. The whole earth is filled with his glory. And that's what we recite as we're fanning the gifts on the altar. In the Bible, God is referred to as holy. But most often the word holy and saints is used to describe things and people here on earth. In the book of Exodus, God describes the ground around the bush where he appears as holy. God tells Moses, do not come near. Take off your shoes from your feet, for the place on which you are standing is holy ground. In the New Testament, above all the word holy and saints refers to people who are still alive. St. Paul speaks about our body as holy. Present your bodies as a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable to God. Romans chapter 12, verse 1. St. Paul also addresses the Christian community that gathers to pray and to offer the divine liturgy as holy and as saints. He begins his letter to the Ephesians, Paul, an apostle of Christ, Jesus by the will of God to the saints, slash the holy ones, who are also faithful in Christ Jesus. Grace to you and peace from God our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. And finally, St. Peter also reminds the believers to be holy, not on their own, but to be holy as God is holy. He says, as obedient children, do not be conformed to the passions of your former ignorance. But as he who called you is holy, be holy yourselves in all your conduct, since it is written, you shall be holy, for I am holy. The importance of this is to remind us that God is holy. The saints who have died are holy. But also that we as men, women, and children who love God and the way of God are in fact also holy. We are saints. We may make mistakes, but guess what? So did the saints. We may get discouraged, but guess what? So did the saints. We may have doubts, but so did the saints. We all make mistakes, get discouraged, and have doubts. But holiness is reminding ourselves that God is walking with us during all these difficulties and acknowledging that we are walking on this journey with God. Furthermore, because God is walking with us, our weight 
gets lighter. And our daily challenges become daily opportunities to grow in greater appreciation of God's work in our lives. This is true holiness, true sanctity. Holiness does not mean we are perfect, because no one is perfect except for God. Holiness is when we allow God to work in us and through us despite our imperfections. Holiness is also when we recognize our weaknesses and allow God's strength to enter and to work in our brokenness. This is what it means to be a living saint, a daily saint. On the Sunday following Pentecost, we celebrate all the saints. That is today. And this reminds us that the Holy Spirit lives in us specifically to make us holy. This also reminds us that holiness is not a project that we work on alone. There have been millions of holy men, women, and children who have walked with God throughout history. And we too, when we realize that we are saints, recognize that they are our friends, the saints. We are in the company of the saints. And as today's epistle said, called them the cloud of witness. We are, in a sense, in their entourage. This is why, in today's epistle, we heard that the great things that men and women did because of their faith in God is what resulted in their sanctity and in their holiness. This is also why in today's gospel, Jesus says, anyone who does not take up his cross and follow me is not worthy of me. This journey may seem difficult, but when we focus on God's holiness and remind ourselves that many have successfully walked it, we then realize how joyful the journey can be and how possible it is. Today, as we focus on all the saints, let us not forget to also include our name on that list since the men, women, and children in the icons that you see around us were not any different than any of us here present. Let us celebrate the saints and also the holiness that is in us right now and that continues to grow when we allow the Holy Spirit to work in us. Let us continue to celebrate that holiness is growing in us when we allow the holiness of God to continue to work daily in our lives. This is what it means to be a saint. So hopefully today you will all appreciate that you too are living saints, reflecting the holiness of God.